0: Hey! In this podcast, we talk about the show Hey Dude, which ran from 1989 to 1991 on Nickelodeon. It's a great show, and if you want to watch it along with us while we discuss it, you can find it on Paramount Plus or get it on Amazon or iTunes or wherever, I think. Now, probably still on VHS somewhere. You don't have to watch along with us, but it's a lot of fun if you do. Also, sometimes we say some naughty words on this podcast, so audience discretion is advised. I just did some important last minute
1: research.
0: Oh, shoot. I meant to do that, too. Do you need a minute? I'm going to do as good of research as I can do in about 40 seconds. I got faith in you. And I'm just going to get it off of Wikipedia. So it's really going to be whatever I read off of Wikipedia in the next now 30 seconds, probably. So I probably won't uh, include anything about anything. Well, well, I hope we could talk about the show at the very least. I suppose. Well, actually, no.
1: You, you, you want to do a different show?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes, I want to do one of these shows that is coming up on my Wikipedia's Wikipedia list right now, which would be the Montel Williams show, please. All right. Okay. We'll do it. This is no Whoa. longer called Yay, Dude. It's called Yay, Montel. Is Montel Williams still with us? I would assume so. He's you're like watching one. a live action Wiki IA right now. Hold on. <laughs> he is still alive. He's 67 years old, and we just missed his birthday.
1: Happy belated!
0: Yeah, happy belated birthday, Montel Williams. He turned 67 on July 3rd. Oh, did you know He's he like, was in the military? Got any other cool <clears throat> Montel facts? Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he markets CBD oil. And he told Forbes magazine that he spent years working to develop medical, medicinal quality CBD to treat. Oh, he has an MS. Well, there you go.
1: Oh, I remember he was a big support to the woman whose biography I just read. The one who had brown hair and cruel intentions. Oh, Selma
0: Blair. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Welcome to Yay Dude.
0: Welcome to Yay Dude. It's a Montel Williams <laughs> rewatch show. <laughs> my name is Jess. And my name is Teresa. Welcome to the show. We're going to
1: watch No More Mr. Nice Guy today. Mm-hmm. It aired mm-hmm. on the 1st of June, 1990. Ooh. And it was written by Judy Spencer and directed by Frederick King Keller. This is one of a few episodes with zero David Brisbane's.
0: No David Brisbane. Nary a Brisbane. And it makes sense because at the end we find out Buddy doesn't even live with him. Apparently he sleeps in the boys bunk with Jake and Danny. Oh! Did you notice that? Yeah, we do realize that, huh? Yeah. I guess Buddy's got a new dad and it's Jake. (laughs) Do you want to tell me the synopsis or do we need to just rush into the show?
1: No, I think that we don't need to rush in. We can say that the synopsis is when Melody gets tired of always being helpful, she decides to go on strike. Yeah, she does. Timely timing. I know.
0: I was thinking about that. I wrote on my notes, strike in really big letters and exclamation point because, yeah. Get him, writers and actors.
1: Yeah. Buddy has this whole hypnosis timeline. He's trying to hypnotize Danny, who's unhypnotizable. And then Chef Boyard Jake comes on in.
0: With a neckerchief.
1: But he's clearly not the chef because there's another man named Sam who's the chef oh, later.
0: no. I hope. Please tell me you did some research on some of these characters in this episode.
1: Um, yes. Uh, okay. do you
0: want to just get that out of the way real quick?
1: Sure. So, Sam, the chef who appears later, is uh Robert Barlow Ramsden, who was the real estate agent in Cowboy Ernst, which oh. was season two, episode 12. Yeah. And that's his only other credit. And I remembered him because I think I commented in that episode as well this Ed Kemper looking guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did you know this is who we named our son Sam after? Chef Sam from Chef Sam Hey Dude. From hey Dude. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Yes. Did you get any, any hot scoop on the two older gals that Melody has to help? You mean Lynn Bear and Marion Walk? Yes, those two. Hot
1: scoop is only the Hey Dude was their only credit. I did not
0: do any Googling on them. I was curious as to how old they were in this because they looked like very old ladies, but you know what? Back in the like early nineties, that didn't Yeah, mean thirty-eight anything. year olds 30 were very
1: old. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they were
1: actually retirees or if they were thirty five. They were retirees
0: from where again? The telephone company. The telephone Company, that's right. Back to Buddy trying to hypnotize, turns his attention toward Chef Boyer Jake, and just starts wagging a (laughs) watch in his face. Yeah, a little pocket watch. Have you ever been hypnotized? It's starting to work on Jake, seemingly.
1: Yeah. I have not been hypnotized. My dad has experience with hypnotism, and it's been um,
0: a big help to him. How about you?
1: Your mom was a hypnotist, wasn't she? She
0: did hypnotize. She went to get a certification in hypnotherapy and like I've done it kind of that kind of thing. But mm, I did at like our senior grad night thing. We had a, in high school, we had a hypnotist, like an entertainment (laughs) kind. And I got up there, but that's just because I like attention. I didn't, I faked it. Did you have to flap your arms like a chicken? No, I had to say, kiss me, baby. I'm vaccinated. And I said it, <laughs> but I wasn't hypnotized. I pretended I was. Oh, uh, I wonder so, how much they count on that. Sorry, class of 2002. It was all a lie. Oh. I know they have to, right? I, I have to imagine for in, like the entertainment style hypnotist. Yeah, right? So yeah, it's got to just be social pressure 90% of the time.
1: Oh, yeah, right? That makes sense to me.
0: I don't know. I think some people are really suggestive. Yeah, absolutely. Like,
1: like Jake. Like, Jake is allegedly, but he hypnotizes him so that he, when he says the word Zardok, which is the same planet that the aliens were from and Take Me to Your Leader. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. God, that sounded familiar. I did a little detour about
1: Zardok um, while well, I was trying to remember why the word sounded familiar. <laughs> no. What'd you learn? Uh, we've got Zardock from the Marvel comics. He was a Cronin member of the Star Blasters.
0: Sounds so dumb. <laughs>
1: but that didn't appear until 1994. There was also Zardock, uh, a movie in, no, excuse me, a book uh, in 1967 by David Lynn. It was Zardock Warrior Stud. <laughs> um, he he was a fighter and a lover. Was oh, the is, Wait, <laughs> is that what Buddy got it from? <laughs> I don't know. If he the said, other one I'm, was later, I'm guessing he got it from the DC Comics Zardock, and that's Zardock with the C. The other one's Zardock with the K. Oh my god, um, that's really jacked up. <laughs> zardoc with a c is from challengers of the unknown from 1961
0: deep cut but anyway when he says it jake's supposed to dump his cereal on top of jake's head like yeah his, jake's own, head, his head. own head we'll just see how that goes this one had some good antics in it so i'm gonna let the listener guess did he actually dump it on his head or did he dump it on buddies what do you think
1: Well, I'm just going to say that Danny has one of my favorite lines as he walks up to Buddy and says, Buddy, why are you wearing cereal? (laughs) And then Jake also
0: says maybe he's joined some cereal cult or something. I was thinking about Ted, how Ted has a dry cereal collection. And I thought, Mm -hmm. man, there's some obsession with cereal amongst these men, young men on this ranch. It's true. We watched this one as a family again, and uh, mm-hmm. lots of laughs at the serial bits, as you can imagine. Oh, they good! Really hit hit home with a five year old. I bet he loved it. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah, I can't remember if it happens before the credits or after the credits, but Buddy gets pretty jazzed about the fact that he has the power to hypnotize people now, mm-hmm. and he was thinking about all <laughs> all the possibilities, and he names two professions he says gym teachers and cafeteria workers what's he so excited to do so i get it with the gym teacher like maybe you hypnotize the gym teacher to be like you don't have to run today buddy Mm -hmm. the cap is he trying to get more lunch from the school lunch lady oh see
1: i heard it As he was admiring that those people have the power of hypnotism and he wanted to be like them. So I like that. I don't don't know why that's what my brain thought about that. (laughs) The possibilities are endless. It's true. So then we get into the... So that that was all kind of the B plot. Mm -hmm. It's a good B plot. Now we get into... It's a good B plot. It Mm -hmm. uh, is a whole five minutes into the episode, though, until we get to the main plot, which is Melody is being taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. Brad and Danny... (laughs) are asking her to cover their butts and then these two women lynn bear and marion walk who look genuinely
0: like retirees yeah i hope they weren't 40 i'm not sure about the one on the left. but i'm not sure about either one of them i'm not sure what people's ages are anymore
1: that's impossible to say between carrying the guest luggage and taking on Danny and Brad's laundry, she gets literally overloaded.
0: Mm-hmm. And she snaps. Well, was it before or after these women kind of clue her into the fact that she's being taken advantage of? They call her a sap. Mm-hmm. You wanna take a detour into etymology corral? I do. I was I I knew you would do this one. As soon as I heard them say it, and they said it very forcefully, like, you're a sap. Yeah, it's very forceful. They're mean about it. Have
1: you even... Is that something you've heard people call other people?
0: Well, I've heard it like something sappy. It makes you cry, and you might be a sap because you cry at stuff easily. I I had only ever heard it... I had only ever heard it
1: used for... Um. Yeah, you're a sap, as in you're a sentimental fool. Mm-hmm. I had never really heard it as um, when I was looking it up. Uh, they were talking about sap, as in simpleton. Oh, was their main definition? What? Why would these yeah. people say that to this beautiful young melody? Yeah, it's that they're using. This word in a manner
0: that it is not meant to be used. Sounds like it. Judy Spencer, did you get mixed up when you were looking in your dictionary? Or did Graham Yost not like this word? Did she use a different word and did he uh, change it up and not have a dictionary? Or did she accidentally confuse it with spa? She meant meant to say, Melody's a spa. Melody, you spa.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, It's not very exciting, um, what I found. It uh, goes back to 1815, and they're thinking it was short for one of these two words, which are sap skull or sap head. Hmm. They think uh, it comes from sap as in the... You know stuff that is the lifeblood of trees, um. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, maybe sap wood, which is the the stuff between bark and heartwood mm. that's kind of useless to carpenters.
0: Was the idea like you got you got sticky brains, like you get goopy in there, you all sticky headed, or like, at it.
1: more like you're you're fresh or too green to know oh. anything, like you're just a little.
0: Little well, sap. I thought scold. it was like he got maple syrup sloshing around in there instead of brains. Yeah. I mean, that is like mean that. then. Why would they say yeah. that to Melody? That doesn't mean yeah. what they think it means. Or they're just mean. Yeah, these ladies are jerks. Because what they're trying to get at is that she is... Um, what would be the word that you would use there? Like, she's a pushover. A pushover. I thought they were going to say doormat. That's what yeah, i was doormat. to doormat. That hear. was totally what yeah. Mhm. Your doormat. You're a doormat, Melody, and in fact, you've brought up before on this it was Melody, I think, in mm-hmm. that episode too, being an exploding doormat.
1: Uh-huh. She does have this tendency. Mhm.
0: And I really love how they explored in this episode. I do too. Thank you, Judy Spencer. I, I like yeah. the perspective that we are getting on a young woman who is raised to be nice mm-hmm. and the damage that that takes on her yeah. psyche. Because that's actually a pretty real thing.
1: Uh huh. It's very real. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Also, Brad and Danny are real jerks. Yeah. Okay,
0: hmm. I just can't, though, with this ranch. They have no one else to help. Melody is no. the only person. And let's think about the reasons why... Now, we find out later Danny was not just doing his job. He was off canoodling with Linda. Yeah. But Brad is leading a ride, and Danny's leading a nature walk. Those seem like things that are their job. And Mm -hmm. so they've, they've not only asked these kids to do everything, they've double booked them. Yeah. Yeah. This is a horrible place to work as a child.
1: It really is.
0: And Mr. Ernst isn't even there.
1: Mr. Ernst isn't even there. Um, who is there is a random girl who mm-hmm. seems uh Tuxedo Mark did a little looking around and he thinks that
0: she's one of the same extras who was in the baseball's team. That makes that makes sense. I called her Brad Junior. Didn't she look like Brad, but like little little kid? <laughs> yes. That's totally fair. And who knows what she does. I don't know. And <laughs> Brad Jr. Brad Jr. Um, Jake was wearing a name tag earlier, so we know he is capable of working there. But mm-hmm. he didn't help at all. I mean, he, he helped by talking to Melody later about it, but he didn't jump in and say, you want me to hold one of those things for you? Yeah. Can I, can I carry one of the 16 bags you have? Why Why are they just doing, I I got nothing. Well... This is very believable because we have seen the nicest friend, Melody, mm-hmm. just, you know, fall all over herself trying to help people in past episodes. I didn't plan what I was just about to say, but she literally falls all over herself here. For in this real. Scene. Yeah, it's bad.
1: She's but trying to help. Cut, though. Um, She goes into spilling this uh, thing of barbecue sauce. And then the next scene cuts to Danny throwing some water
0: out of a bucket. Jess, here's what I wrote. This is like backpack parentheses R.I.P. all over again. <laughs> Isn't it? Nice. Yes. Her meltdown afterwards at these 2 Mm-hmm. It's so backpack. It's so backpack.
1: She has to explode.
0: But first,
1: I have to... Danny and Brad are talking about how awesome their days were. <laughs> uh, slacking off. And Danny, I can see now that he's doing... A Star Trek "Live Long and Prosper" mm-hmm. sign. I thought he was doing um, a uh, an okay sign, and he mm-hmm. kind of moves it. And I thought he was saying that Linda can can smoke smoke <sighs> <a> doobie, <laughs> but he's impressed with Linda because he because she can do a "Live Long and Prosper" uh,
0: yeah. sign. She's bad at riding horses, but she's really cute. Yeah. And she uh, can... It does look like he was pretending she was holding a joint. <laughs> <laughs> Linda yeah. Linda is a pothead. Um, so and... I have
1: to tell you, though, I watched this episode on Internet Archive. Uh-huh. Somebody had recorded it off of VHS, and it made its way onto the Internet. And so I got to watch it with the original... Yeah.
0: Commercials.
1: Oh my. And so the it was
0: also very uh blurry. Tell me about the commercials when you get a chance. Uh,
1: yeah, no, it was mostly for Burger King and for Kool-Aid. Oh, oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll post some some pictures on our Instagram if you like. Cool. And it was also really nice seeing the, the little bump for watch hey dude at 5 4 30 central.
0: I know. I thought it was at five thirty. I was right. It turns you were out. so right. All right. So again, remember, I watched this with a five-year-old. Yeah, there is one extremely bad s-word in his mind mm-hmm. that somebody could possibly say, and Melody said it twice in this. <gasps> oh little my slide. gosh! Do you know what it was? Uh, was it sauce? Like
1: barbecue sauce?
0: She said, shut up to Brad and Danny twice. Yeah, she did. Oh, my God. I was actually surprised at that. I thought that was. I was, too. Came out really rough. Yeah, she is mad. And that's how we
1: know is she says, shut up.
0: Yeah, twice.
1: No more extra shifts, no more special favors, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Can can I also tell you about the origins of Mr. Nice Guy? Yes, please. In 1952, Perry Como, actor-singer Perry Como, Mm -hmm. was known as Mr. Nice Guy. Oh. And the first known use of no more Mr. Nice Guy was by Walter Winchell in some... Broadway show review article, and he attributes the words to Hitler. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> who did not communicate in English very much? Yeah,
0: um, I don't uh, think that's
1: <laughs> that. Seems
0: like one of those stories. I, he's I,
1: he's describing a vignette. It was a very weird. I would be very curious to hear what the what.
0: Yeah, I think it'd be uncomfortable to watch that show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of Hitler saying no more Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> well,
1: that, those were his words right before he killed himself. Oh. So <laughs> and then it was popularized in the 70s by both Alice Cooper and uh, Richard
0: Nixon no more, Mr. Nice Guy. Oh, no. Now
1: I have to pay
0: money for that. You have to pay a jillion, bajillion dollars. Yeah. Dang it. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. guess what? They're kind of like, oh, Melody. She's so irrational. Mm-hmm. And she's covered in barbecue sauce. She's covered in barbecue sauce. And she's like, Melody Hansen is on strike. Yeah. She's on strike. And I think that was the right call. And Brad and Danny don't seem to see a problem with the way that they were treating her. on She's like piling their chores on her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were like, fine, whatever. We'll do young buckaroo lunch. We finally yeah. get a glimpse at the young buckaroos. And they are yeah. little scamps. <laughs> but They're so cute. They're very cute. But oh my God. All these little kids wearing cowboy hats. Where do they get all these this paper for these paper planes? Who knows?
1: They're just littering. But we learned that Brad has not waited tables in over a month.
0: Yeah, we know she's bad at it.
1: And we know she's bad at it and she's been pawning it off on Melody for a
0: month. Melody's in the off to the side behind. <laughs> she's not hiding well at all. No,
1: she's right there, in,
0: like, next to the boating side. <laughs> she is. And she's listening in on them and trying to watch and see how bad they are without her help. Um, And it turns out they are. Right?
1: Yeah, they're very bad. They're getting pelted in a food fight and basically losing to the kids.
0: Yeah. You know what? Don't take kids on in a food fight. They tend to win. They don't Mm -hmm. care. They don't have any shame about getting mashed potatoes in their hair. No. Oh, my gosh. We get back on to. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. I need to in that. Where is it? Never mind. I'll get to it later. No, it was in that scene. (laughs) Do you want to talk about? (laughs) Yeah. No, in the scene where they're getting pelted by food by the kids. They're so, the extras in the background are incredible. I called them Todd and Margot. Uh-huh. Listeners, if you rewatch this with us, check out the people in the background. They're incredible in this one. And their names are Todd and Margot. Todd and Margot from, that's from Christmas Vacation. They're the neighbors who live next door who hate kids. Kind of like our neighbors. (laughs) Oh,
1: no, I did not know that.
0: Well, they actually are two doors down from us, so it's not really a are problem. Are they grinches? No, they're just, like, probably 50 and childless, and they love their fancy life. Oh, no. Anyway, Todd and ah, Margo. And they're only here half the year, because then they take all of their BMWs and go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many. How many? I don't, like, three, probably. That's too many. Sometimes it's hard to tell because they cover them up with like special BMW clothes, you know? Mm -hmm. They like just keep them covered. So I don't actually know what's under there. Something could be horse. Could be a horse. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: then I really like Jake's shirt in the next scene Uh where Buddy's trying to... Uh, uh, seduce is not the correct (laughs) word.
0: (laughs) Undo the hypnosis. Yeah. Reprogram, I think, is what he says. Reverse it. Jake's shirt has, like, runes. Mm -hmm. My notes actually say, Jake's shirt looks like unlettering and it it is so meant to be. It's like, Jake, if you're out there, hit me up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh i just noticed that on they've got a nice red fridge
0: um vending yes, machine I was just
1: gonna say they erased they out, coke. out
0: coke look at i wrote this what does it say
1: right. it says here's a
0: nothing for you <laughs> here's here's a blank <laughs> for you <laughs> yeah they didn't hey dude huh. didn't want to pay for coke sponsorship Wait, no, it would go
1: the other way around. Yeah, why didn't Coke want to pay for
0: a cameo every episode? I know. With the teens. Teens love Coke. Look, I'm drinking a diet, caffeine-free Coke right now. (laughs) The coolest kind of Coke. (laughs) (laughs) At least it's a full-size can and not, like, one of those half cans. All right. So the reverse hypnosis is in progress, right? When Mm -hmm. Melody comes up and is. Wanting to know what's going on. And Buddy gets her to say Zardock because Buddy didn't actually want to undo it. He wanted to just make Jake dump it on his head this time. The cereal.
1: Yeah, Instead of Buddy's head.
0: Yeah. So then Melody comes up and says Zardock. And, again, listener, I'll let you guess what whose head the cereal gets dumped on the second time. But mm-hmm. it's not Jake and it's not Melody.
1: It's Buddy. It's Buddy, but he gets serialed
0: again, again. And he's somehow mad at Jake about this, the whole episode.
1: Yeah. Next scene has Brad and Danny cleaning a guest bunk. And it's very fun because the blanket at the foot of the bed there is a blanket that I own.
0: Oh, nice. And that is very fun. You're right. Super fun fact. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, This room is decorated like nobody's business. uh Those curtains are something. No, it is uh, a (laughs) cottage (laughs) core. Melody's
1: creeping on the argument that Brad and Danny are having, which uh, has no solution but to pillow fight. I'll fight in the butt.
0: <laughs> Excuse me. Danny hits her in the butt. <laughs> she, for whatever reason, the direction was Kelly Brown. You're gonna like <laughs> get hit in the butt. and <laughs> <laughs> she's tucking in the she's tucking in the sheet or something. And she's tucking it in the head of the bed. <laughs> so we see her butt, and then Danny comes up and whacks it. Not in like a sexy way, but no. it's still funny. <laughs> we didn't say why they're arguing. They're arguing because Brad's bad. No, maybe you did. Brad's bad at cleaning yeah. and anything. She's bad yeah. at all of the chores. She's so bad at it. She was
1: dusting after she vacuumed. And mm. she was making
0: the bed with her feet. I think we're Danny's accusations. <laughs> <laughs> One of them I think she did do, and the other one seems crazy. Yeah. Who would vacuum first? That's insanity.
1: But they realize that they are fighting because they're both stubborn and opinionated. Um, And so they decide to split the duties and communicate good. And they don't even need Melody anymore.
0: No, it's going to be fine. Everything's fine. Next scene is more Buddy Jake. uh, Hypnosis antics, mm-hmm. right? And then, where'd my notes go? Oh, and then my notes say so many hair ties because Brad walks up and I think she has five. Oh, in her like one ponytail. I'm impressed. It's so many, right? But this is where Jake. First oh my god! Wait, over... why does she
1: have so many ponytail holders?
0: So many. So wow. Many. Okay. Brandon thought we should do hair tie watch instead of trough watch. At this point, I mean, that's not a bad idea. I can't count that high. Mm-mm.
1: Melody's got t- three. She's got a hair clip and two bows. Yeah, yeah.
0: But this is the first that Jake witnesses this interaction between Brad and Danny and melody mm-hmm. and he can kind of see what's happening here and talks to her about it after Danny and Brad walk away. Mm-hmm.
1: And he's like, why are you so nice?
0: Yeah. And then we get into it.
1: Yeah. They get really into it. They get into it because he chapter six of Jake's, uh, you know,
0: book guide to life.
1: Jake's guide to life is called a sap no more and he's he's gonna help her be more assertive uh through the art of role playing
0: and then this is the point where brandon said something that i wrote down with quotation marks he said would they all have a crush on jake which i think is wonderful yeah because yeah i think you have to suspend disbelief a little bit here that all the Camp wouldn't be running wild over this guy He's right. nice and he's cute and he's going to help the helper. Mm-hmm. And oh my yeah. gosh, is he cute? That's yeah. That's the second time now that that's been said. Cause I yeah. just said that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I just wanted to emphasize it.
0: Yeah. Just tell us how you really feel T and Jess.
1: <laughs> so he brings everybody into the um, front desk of ranch town and buddy is selling girl scout cookies but he's really a boy scout he wants to make sure everybody knows and <laughs> danny it
0: seems needless
1: yeah i'm embarrassed that i even dignified saying it can we just <laughs> skip that part beep, boop
0: beep, beep yeah.
1: boop beep jake's strategy is to get danny to Show some boundaries at Buddy, who's going to be selling him some cookies. Um, and Danny like grabs Buddy by the scruff of his neck and yells at him. And um, that's not how that's not how we're going to do this thing. That's too much. Oh, don't get that mad, Melody. Yeah. And then she offers to buy the cookies, which uh, that's not even that's not the solution.
0: She even tries to overpay for them, doesn't she? Yeah. And she's like, give you extra money. Yeah, she needs some boundaries. She is an issue here. But thankfully, Jake who wasn't there when she was training for the Olympics. Otherwise, I think she would have not been so miserable uh-huh. because he's going to do some like therapy techniques where he gets out a stuffed bear uh-huh. and does, makes her talk to it.
1: I am so surprised that that there was no cringe on my face mm-hmm. through this entire scene, like I know how did they manage to do this well is beyond me. Um, I know because she, by all accounts, this should be very cringy as Melody strangles the teddy bear and yells at it about how she's
0: being taken advantage of, yeah, I feel like. Of all the people who should not want to strangle stuffed animals, it would be Melody Mm -hmm. because she could go on a real murder spree in her room. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I didn't cringe either. I thought this was done well. And I don't know if it's their acting is improved or it's the new relationship that we can buy into with Jake talking to her about it because he doesn't know her so well, I guess. It just felt authentic, actually, somehow. As authentic as these two coming in. Mm With soap suds all over their bodies (laughs) because they don't know how to do laundry. Yeah,
1: she is so bad at laundry. Is that a
0: real thing that the soap suds go all over like that? I don't think there's a scenario.
1: But I don't know. They probably have industrial machines
0: for doing lots of,
1: you know, towels and and stuff.
0: Yeah. It's a trope that we see, though. The the suds, sudsemic, sudser faces who, mm-hmm. it's the people who don't know how to do chores. That's the one they always screw up. Yeah, They just pooch, pooch it so bad every time. Every time. Anyway, but we have some progress from Melody because, of course, Brad says, can you cover for me? Because I got to change my clothes. And she's like, okay. But then she tells Brad, but you have to do me this other favor. Mm-hmm. In exchange, yeah,
1: you do the garbage duty, and I'll do the laundry, yeah, and seems fair. i kinda I liked how she said that it was important to her to be nice,, mm-hmm. and
0: she didn't feel like it was you know that she was being herself if she had said mm-hmm. no, yeah, I mean that's her friend, and her friend in this situation truly needed help, mhm-. She was a mess. She was a mess. And I think she had two patches of suds on each boob. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) It was very silly. We make a very clear distinction in this house with Sam that there is a difference between nice and kind. Yeah. You don't have to be nice, but you do need to be kind. Mm -hmm. And so I think what Melody did there was kind. Mm -hmm. Nice is like more surface and its like the politeness but this one i think she sh- she doesn't have to be nice as long as she's kind and that's what she was doing
1: yeah and then buddy and jake are left by the counter and there's a secret that buddy has which is that there's an extra easter egg of uh of a what do you call them post hypnotic suggestion um, where when he says snare drum, Jake will howl.
0: Yes, this is gonna be tough for a guy who plays the tubs. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Then Buddy just keeps doing it. Yeah, he does. But do you like when, um, I like how when Jake is hypnotized and, and he's like has this trigger word happen. He just like loses consciousness. Yeah. He just goes catatonic. (laughs) I don't think that's how it works.
1: I think that it was some pretty good creative license there.
0: It was very funny. Yeah. It made my five year old laugh a lot too. This was a good one for a five year old. I
1: imagine so. I wish that I were there watching with you guys.
0: I bet it was a delight. well, come, you come visit, okay. and then you and me sleep in his bunk bed, and then he sleeps in our in our room, and we all watch Hey Dude together. I love it. Let's we, do it. Yeah. It can be really fun. We can eat popcorn.
1: Did you notice at the very, very, very end where it says by Cinetel after the credits, there's usually a uh, wolf howling, but yeah. on this one, it's a buddy says an air drum
0: and Jake howls. Yeah, no, I did notice. I thought that was yeah. cute. They've done some some fun jazzy stuff lately. Yeah, the snare drum and the howl, and that's where we kind of figure out that Buddy must obviously be sleeping in the boys' bunk because he's annoying everyone, uh-huh. the girls and the boys, with making Jake howl all night. It's pretty good. <laughs> good extras game and good... Um, what are they called? When... They have words. And the only thing I ever can think of is NPCs. The NPC game. Anyway, good That'll NPCs in this one. Good NPCs. <laughs> I'm sure that the the folks on strike right now really like that. I'm calling them NPCs. <laughs> they're not. They're working. They're hardworking mm-hmm. Americans. And they deserve a living wage. Mm-hmm. Anyway. um, How many shops are you going to give this up? many
1: troughs. (laughs) I just got confused between trough watch and our star rating system of cactuses. Nope.
0: Horseshoes. (laughs) Um, Speaking of trough watch though, zero troughs.
1: No troughs.
0: There was a bucket of water. That was the closest.
1: (laughs) Well, would you say the bucket of water is closest or all the cereals to that?
0: Or the vat of barbecue sauce. (gasps) Oh, There was a lot of liquid antics. (laughs) I was so specific in that first episode of calling it falling into a trough. Mm -hmm. But if we were to add up any time somebody got either submerged or doused or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to say. Yeah. Because, remember, we had that episode where they were all getting doused with the hose because Mm -hmm. they were firefighters now. Or where Mr. Ernst was getting doused because he tried to do his own sprinkler system.
1: And also many getting pushed into a pool times.
0: Oh, yeah. So many. And, like, yeah, yeah, poor backpack, R.I.P. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you would have to have, you'd have to have several Changes of clothing, a few different towels, mm-hmm. and a hair dryer Handy. Yeah. At all times on this set.
1: <laughs> I, you know, I bet those washing machines were overworked.
0: I'm sure they were. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. But you did ask about horseshoes. You yeah. go first this time. You tell me. I tried to ask about horseshoes anyway.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, I feel like this was a pretty solid up. I enjoyed myself through the whole thing. I didn't cringe when I feel like it was a very fine opportunity for cringe. Um, but it also lacked Mr. Ernst and didn't didn't have a million standouts for million, for me and mm-hmm. so I'm gonna give it a six and a half.
0: Okay, that's fair. I thought it was it, it, it hit the formula very well. Uh-huh. Right. Like it, it, the B plot was good Mm -hmm. and the actual plot was good and true. It did not make me cringe. Where I subtract horseshoes on this one, and I I will say I'm going to give it a seven. I thought this was a seven, but Danny was in both parts. He was the one causing the problem, and then he was there trying to help Melody not have the problem. Yeah. Not very self aware. For Mr. Danny. So that's where I took some points off. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. How could she truly grow and express herself in that situation where she had the intimidation factor going on?
1: Yeah, when he was right there, right. being a jerk moments before. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I took a few, a little bit off for that. Fair enough. But Speaking of, mm-hmm. where do you think Joe Torres is? Joe oh, Torres my gosh. Was.
1: I think it's clear that he is <laughs> at a Star Trek convention.
0: Oh, yeah. dressed up With, as Linda.
1: A, with Linda dressed up as a Klingon or something. Like, mm. he probably just never takes his cosplay off anymore.
0: He loves Star Trek so um, much. Takes too long to put the makeup on. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. just going from con to con. That's possible. Yeah, Star Trek folks get real into it. They sure so.
1: do. Uh, smoking doobies, because that you know that could have been Linda. A, Linda. Linda had an She's influence. Bad influence.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> it could be that Jess. Um, my only wondering, mm-hmm. if he just did his laundry so bad, he's just swimming in a pile of soap suds. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He's just
1: having his own phone party all day, every day.
0: <laughs> Could be.
1: Could You'd be. You never know. So. Well, I mean, there are worse ways to to exit the limelight.
0: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I liked it. Yeah. The- I like you. I like you. I guess uh, if you like this show, you should leave us a review or just a rating even yeah uh because we like making it you can also follow us on instagram uh yay dude cast and you can
1: email us our email address is at com.
0: yeah i love you i will talk to you soon okay bye for now
1: bye for now